0: Rescinding the military COVID shot mandate is not enough. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the U.S. House Judiciary Committee and the House sent on over to the Senate a repeal of the COVID-19 shot mandate that was instituted on August 24, 2021. But Holly, repealing that alone is a good step if it ultimately comes to fruition at the end of the day. Or whenever it happens, but it's not enough because there are a number of people that we represent and that we know of who have had retaliatory actions taken against them because of this COVID shot mandate. And there's also a lot of people who have been discharged from the military because of this mandate. And now some of those individuals are being told that they have to give back their original signing bonus and some other benefits that they have to pay back, and they're going to take that money out of their last paycheck. For some of them, it's tens and tens of thousands of dollars.
1: Right. So many of them have been been punished, demoted, discharged. So there needs to be restitution for these military uh, members. Yes, it's great to stop this COVID shot, man. That's what we've been fighting this whole time. But there needs to be restitution for all those they've punished.
0: Now, the military, the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice is trying to Moot our cases that we have with regards to the military. They don't want to go to our trial that's coming up in January of 2023.
1: And we saw that coming, didn't
0: we? Yeah, Yeah. we saw that coming because they don't really have a basis to defend this on the merits. It's clear that they violate the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Right. But our lawsuit goes beyond just this COVID shot mandate. So assume number one that you repeal it or that a court ultimately blocks it as they have done in our case or that it's permanently blocked. That's the August 24, 2021 COVID-19 shot mandate. What we have seen is that it is being implemented through a very flawed religious accommodation procedure that predates the shot mandate. It is the procedure that they follow for all immunizations, including COVID-19. And what we found is that the military continually violates the Religious Freedom Restoration Act because under RFRA, the military or the federal government must show a compelling interest, an interest of the highest magnitude, and achieve that interest in the least restrictive means Possibly available. Well,
1: to and examine, they have to
0: show that to the person.
1: Examine each individual and not do these blanket denials. Right. right. And what they've
0: done is that blanket denials, blanket statements, blanket statements about they have a compelling interest that everyone gets 100% vaxxed, blanket statements mm-hmm. that if they don't get vaxxed, it's going to undermine military readiness.
1: And that violates the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So that needs to be fixed. But, you know, it doesn't stop even if they rescind the band Nothing's going to stop them from starting another one.
0: No, exactly. Nothing. They could start another one, a, another VAX mm-hmm. mandate for some other new variant.
1: You know, the flu shot. They're trying to push that. They and could do they're that pushing
0: mandate. that right yeah. now. We've already had people, for example, in the Coast Guard and others that have called us, and they've said that they've been told if you submit a religious accommodation request to the flu vaccine, you will be immediately discharged. All right, so there you go. So here we go. So the issue is broader than the COVID-19 Vax mandate. I mean, obviously, that's what brought all this to light. We want to stop that. But it's actually being implemented through a flawed policy that violates the Religious Freedom Restoration Act because they're doing generic magic words. They're not applying it to the individual person. They're not looking at whether or not... This individual has no comorbidities, whether they're young and healthy, whether they work remotely, whether they work around a lot of people, whether they could do other kinds of things, such as if you have symptoms, stay home, common sense kinds of things, isolate if you are contagious, come back when you test negative and you have no symptoms. A lot of things they did before the COVID shot mandate and it was very effective, there's no reason why they can't do that again. But they're just saying, no, we want everyone to be 100% vaccinated with COVID-19. That violates RIFRA because they're not doing the analysis to the individual person. But the way that they have demonstrated how they apply their religious accommodation policy with regards to COVID-19 is how also they'll apply it to any other immunization.
1: Right, because bottom line, they don't care about your religious freedom. They don't care about that. Because you've seen they've allowed medical exemptions. They've allowed people with AIDS. They've allowed et cetera, et cetera. They don't care about your religious exemptions. So they're gonna keep doing this.
0: They're gonna keep doing it. And remember uh, our marine captain who was at Paris Island, and he testified in our case, and we got a preliminary injunction for him. He said that he was unaware up until COVID-19 that they even had a religious accommodation policy. In other words, they kept it secret. Mm -hmm. They would push these immunizations or VACs of all different kinds and varieties onto their service members, and they would never let them know that there's... A way to opt out of that through a religious accommodation policy. He was completely unaware of it. And I think, frankly, what happened is the COVID-19 vax mandate then really educated many people in the service that, hey, wait a minute, there's also the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, there's the First Amendment. We have a right to be able to have our religious accommodation protected and considered the military that was the best-kept secret in the military. Well, they didn't re- want them to know.
1: You remember with the Coast Guard, it was revealed that they were using a special digital tool to be able to do these blanket denials.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> clearly violating RFRA. Mm-hmm. So And they're going to do that for everyone else. Sure. And even now, what we've heard, as I mentioned, they're telling people in the military, we're getting this kind of feedback, that if you apply for an immunization exemption for the flu shot, that they're pushing really hard right now, you will be discharged. So now they are imposing this flu shot right on the heels of the COVID-19. And flu shots, you know, think about this from a logical standpoint. They never know what kind of flu strain is actually coming before they release the flu vaccine. And I've always, even before all of this and before doing more study with regards to COVID-19, always thought that was an odd situation, that they would issue a flu vaccine before they knew what kind of flu strand was coming.
1: It was like years ago in the 70s when they did these swine flu shots. There wasn't an outbreak of swine flu, but yet they were pushing these swine flu shots and my cousin was the first one to die in the state of Florida from getting that shot, and they shut those down after 50.
0: So the bottom line though, whether it's that, or whether it's the flu shot, or whether it's COVID-19, is that none of them are properly tested.
1: No, but it makes them a lot of profit.
0: You know, when you're saying, I'm going to give you this flu shot, and it's going to protect against this possible, predictable strand of flu that's coming down the pipe, but we don't know what that flu is, and sometimes it might be a hit, sometimes it might be a miss. The bottom line is, it has zero testing.
1: Instead of me working on my immune system and eating healthy and exercising and keeping my body healthy, oh my goodness, healthy. that's
0: too logical. Well that wouldn't
1: make them money, though, would yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> that
0: wouldn't make them a lot of money. Well, you know, in our military case that we're moving to trial for in March or January of 2023, we have a star witness, Dr. Ryan Cole. They, the military, just took his deposition. We are using him to rebut some of these military. Arguments, but McCole says in Cole is someone who has the largest private lab in Idaho. Or he's a
1: pathologist. He's a
0: pathologist, board mm-hmm. certified, trained Works at Mayo, blood, yeah. board certified in uh, anatomic and clinical pathology. He has um, also earned a PhD in immunology and virology, and in fact, he has testified before or talked about, and he just recently testified, and he'll be uh, one of our star witnesses in January, about what's happening to the blood, how these COVID-19 shots are coagulating the blood into like -like Mm worm-like symptoms, worm-like objects that completely occlude the arteries and the vessels.
1: And it's interesting because they can tell the difference between those that have been affected by the COVID shot and those that have been affected by getting covid
0: He says, in part in his uh, expert declaration, to require a spike-based injection, that's the spike protein, in someone who has recovered from COVID markedly increases that individual's risk for hyperimmune responses to include heart inflammation, clotting, and autoimmune disease, close quote. That's Dr. Ryan Cole. To push this on someone who's already recovered from COVID, it actually complicates their system, making them more susceptible to COVID, but also causing other inflammatory process, including autoimmune diseases. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website at this time of the year. Continue to pray for our ministry as we prepare for these trials in early 2023. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.